Welcome to the book summary of Triggers, 30 sales tools that you can use to control the mind of your prospects to motivate, influence, and persuade by Joseph Sugarman. The book was published in 1999 and weighing 233 pages. Dramatically increase your ability to sell by learning how to control the mind of your prospect using 30 powerful psychological triggers to motivate, influence, and persuade. Discover the one secret very few sales professionals know, yet it doubled response to a simple offer. Discover how to make your prospects feel so guilty that they can't help but buy from you. Discover how to take an impossible situation and turn it around to your advantage through a simple sales technique. The written summary can be found on our website, bestbookbits.com. So without further ado, I bring you the book summary of Triggers. The book in three sentences. Number one, Joseph Sugarman, recognized as one of the nation's top copywriters, marketers, and catalog pioneers, has sold millions of dollars worth of products through copywriting. In Triggers, Sugarman takes the principles he learned from direct marketing and applies them to a field of personal selling with 30 powerful techniques he calls psychological triggers. Number three, psychological triggers are sales tools for effective influencing, motivating, and persuading a prospect to make a positive buying decision. The five big ideas. Number one, direct marketing is a general term that applies to any form of marketing where the prospect orders directly from the product source and does not touch the product until it is delivered. Usually the prospect pays for the product before receiving it. And number two, as a direct marketer, Joe Sugarman has determined that the most important thing you can do to turn a prospect into a customer is to make it incredibly easy for the prospect to commit to a purchase, regardless of how small that purchase may be. And number three, always make the first sale simple. Once the prospect makes a commitment to purchase from you, you can then easily offer more to increase your sales. And number four, bring out an objection very early in the sales presentation. Further, figure out a strategy for resolving the objection. And number five, be honest in everything you do and say. Triggers. Trigger one, consistency. Once a buying decision is made, the buyer is inclined to continue to buy or to continue to act in a way that is consistent with the buyer's previous action. And trigger two, product nature. Each product has its own personality and nature. A special series of characteristics that can relate your product to a prospect. Recognize the nature of the product and relate its characteristics to the prospect and you will have the key to selling your prospect. Trigger three, prospect nature. Discover the emotional and logical reasons that your prospect will buy your product. Once you know these reasons, you have the key to effective selling. And trigger four, objection raising. Raise the flaws or the objections to purchasing your product right up front in your ad, copy, or your selling approach. And trigger five, objection resolution. Resolve the flaws or objections you raise in your ad, copy, or presentation to reinforce why your prospect should buy from you. And trigger six, involvement and ownership. Make your prospect use their imagination to feel more involved in the buying process. And trigger seven, integrity. Your prospect will be more likely to buy from you if everything you say is truthful and that you match your words with your action. And trigger eight, storytelling. A story provides a human element to your presentation and helps you bond with your prospect. Trigger nine, authority. It makes a big difference if your prospect can buy a product from somebody or some company recognized as an expert in the field. And trigger 10, proof of value. 
Truthful comparisons with other products, savings possible, or simply bargain pricing should be emphasized. Trigger 11, emotion. In the selling process, emotion sells while logic justifies. Emotion sells while logic justifies. And trigger 12, justify with logic. For many products or services, it is important to give logical reasons why your prospect should buy. And trigger 13, greed. People like to get more than they think they deserve. And this can be used to your advantage by pricing your product very low and making the perceived value high. And trigger 14, credibility. If something about your message is not believable, chances are your prospect will sense it. Make sure each statement you make is truthful, not too exaggerated and utterly believable. And trigger 15, satisfaction conviction. A satisfaction conviction says, I am so sure that you'll be satisfied that I put my money where my mouth is and do something that you would suspect many will use to take advantage of me. Trigger 16, linking. A technique of using what the consumer already knows and understands to what you are selling to make the new product easy to understand and relate to. And trigger 17, desire to belong. People want to belong to a group that already own a brand. And trigger 18, desire to collect. There is a strong urge in the human psyche to collect. And trigger 19, sense of urgency. Make your call to action as compelling as possible with a sense of urgency that won't allow procrastination. And trigger 20, exclusivity. To be the owner of something that few others can own is one of the strong human motivations. And trigger 21, simplicity. By keeping the offer simple, you, in essence, make the choice for the prospect. And trigger 22, guilt. Give something to somebody and you automatically engender a feeling of reciprocity. And trigger 23, specificity. When you use specifics, your advertising copy is a lot more believable. By using specifics, you enhance your offer and make your offer more credible. And trigger 24, familiarity. People are much more likely to buy if they are familiar with the brand name, the product or the company offering the product. The more familiar your prospect is with your brand, the more inclined they are to accept and buy your product. And trigger 25, patenting. If you have a product to sell and others have sold a similar product, find out how they did it and pattern your approach after theirs. But don't copy. Later, when you're successful, you can combine new ways to sell your product. And trigger 26, hope. An implied hope tied to your product can be a very strong motivational factor in causing your prospect to buy from you. And trigger 27, curiosity. Use this trigger to keep your prospect interested and involved until the very end of your presentation. And trigger 28, harmonize. Get your prospect to agree with your truthful and accurate statements and start nodding their heads in agreement. And trigger 29, mental engagement. By challenging the mental process of the reader or the viewer and not making your presentation too obvious, you will invoke a sense of mental engagement that leaves the prospect with good feelings towards your message. And trigger 30, honesty. Be truthful in everything you say, almost to a point where you are disarming truthful. Triggers summary. It is estimated that 95% of the reasons a prospect buys involve a subconscious decision. Once a commitment is made, the tendency is to act consistency 
with that commitment. How do you determine or learn about their nature? There are two ways. The first is become an expert on the product you are selling. Specifically, learn about the emotional appeal of the product or service to a prospect. The second thing you can do is tap into your own broad knowledge. Every product has a unique nature to it, a unique way of relating itself to the consumer. If you understand this nature, you will find the best relate to your product to your prospect. You'll hold the key to a successful sales program. In selling, it is important to understand not only the nature of your product you're offering, but the nature of your prospect as well. Get to know the nature of your prospect relative to the nature of your product. Get to know the nature of your prospect relative to the nature of your product. Become an expert on your prospect. Be a good listener. Talk to your prospects and those who know and have dealt with them. You'll soon discover the very nature of your prospect and the emotional reasons he or she will buy. Whenever Sugarman sold a product that contained some obvious blemish or fault, he brought the blemish or fault up in the first in his copy. In short, he shared his dirty laundry openly and honestly right up front. By presenting the negative up front, he reduced and often eliminated a major objection to a sale. You can't just resolve an objection without first raising it. You are wasting your time resolving any objection unless you raise it first. If you raise an objection that really isn't much of an objection in the mind of your prospect, you are raising a red flag that doesn't need to be raised, let alone resolved. Indirect response using a gimmick to get involved with the reader is often referred to as using an involvement device, something that involves the consumer in buying in the buying process. An involvement device that ties in with what you are selling can be very effective. Advertising copy that involve the reader can be quite effective, especially if the involvement device is part of the advertising. Whenever you say you've got to walk your talk, if you say you are going to do something, do it. If you make a promise, deliver. If you agree to provide quality service, deliver quality service. In short, walk your talk. People love stories, and one of the really good ways to relate to your prospect is to tell a story. If you tell a story in your sales presentation that is relevant either to selling your product, creating the environment for selling your product, or getting the prospect involved with your sales presentation, you are using this wonderful and powerful trigger in a very effective way to sell your product or service. A good story should capture a person's attention, relate the product or service to the sales message, and help you bond with the prospect. Establishing your authority is something that should be done in each sales presentation, regardless of how big or how little you are. Knowledge is a strong way to express authority. Knowledge is a strong way to express authority. Authority can be expressed by dress. In Sugarman's advertising, he always wants to convey through examples or by comparison that what the consumer is buying is a good value. By comparing your product with others and providing its value, you are providing the prospect with the logical form which he or she can justify a purchase. In short, there is a value associated with the education you are providing your prospect and your prospect will be willing to pay more as a result. No matter what Sugarman was selling, he'd expressed 
proof that he was providing real value to the prospect and that he was providing more than anybody else. In short, it is up to you to visibly demonstrate by example that the product you are offering will, in the long haul, give more value than any other choice possible, period. There are really just three points to remember about the subject of emotion in advertising, which relates to the subject of personal selling. Number one, every word has an emotional association with it and tells a story. Number two, every good sales presentation is an emotional outpouring of words, feelings, and impressions. And number three, you sell an emotion, but you justify a purchase with logic. John Caples, one of the legendary direct marketers, changed the word repair to the word fix and saw a 20% increase in response. When you justify a purchase in the minds of the consumers, they have no excuse not to buy, and in fact, may even feel guilty if they don't. The higher the price point, the more need there is to justify the purchase. View logic as the answer to the unspoken objection. Why should I buy this thing? Greed is simply the psychological trigger you use when you provide the prospect with more value than he or she really feels entitled to. If you convey honesty and integrity in your message, chances are you've gone a long way toward establishing your credibility. Credibility is being believable. One of the biggest factors that can affect credibility is not resolving all the objections that are raised in your prospects' minds so that they think you're hiding something or avoiding an obvious fault of the product or service. You can also enhance credibility through the use of a brand name product. One of the techniques Sugarman used in his mail order ads to build credibility was inserting a technical explanation to add a certain expertise to my advertising message. In a mail order ad, technical explanations can add a great deal of credibility, but you must make sure that you indeed become an expert and your statements must be accurate. A satisfaction conviction conveys a message from you that says, hey, I'm so convinced that you will like this product and I'm going to do something for your benefit that will surprise you and prove how incredible my offer really is. The ideal satisfaction conviction should raise an objection or at last bit of resistance in your prospect's minds and resolve it. But in resolving it, go beyond what your prospect expects. The resolution should be a passionate expression of your desire to please the person you are selling and remove the last ounce of resistance he or she may have. Basically, linking is the technique of relating what the consumer already knows and understands what you are selling to make the new product easy to understand and relate to. One of the easiest examples of linking is to explain how it works in a fad. The minute there is a lot of publicity about something and it has the potential to turn into a fad, it could be a great opportunity to link it to something that you're doing, either to get publicity or to promote a product. The consumer who buys a specific brand has been motivated to buy that brand by a desire to belong to the group of people who already own that brand. The desire to belong is one of the strongest psychological triggers on why people purchase specific products or services. Use it to your advantage by realizing what groups your prospect belongs to and then matching the needs and desires of your prospect with those of your product. When selling, whether in print TV or in a personal selling situation, recognize that there is a very large segment of the population who, for whatever reason, has an emotional need to collect a series of similar products. One of the ways the direct marketers optimize sales via the collecting instinct 
is by first sending free of charge with the very first shipment some sort of device to hold the collection. Just because you've sold a consumer product, don't ignore the opportunity to sell him the same product again or a new variation of that product. In selling, the concept of a sense of urgency involves two emotional aspects in the selling process. One is loss or the chance of losing something, and the other is procrastination. Always make sure there is a sense of urgency in your sales presentation so that the prospect does not leave without you making the sale, that sale. Elmer Wheeler recognized that if you reached a point when the prospect says, let me think about it, or let me discuss it with my partner, chances are you've lost the sale. It is critical that you make the sale and not accept a delaying tactic. The basic concept of exclusivity is to make the prospect feel that he or she is special, that you're really allowing that prospect to buy a particular product that few people can obtain regardless of price. Always make your offer simple. Recognize that only after your prospect becomes your customer can you present more complicated offers and products. Consider many of the creative ways to instill the feeling of guilt in your prospect. You'll find your selling to be a lot easier with a receptive buyer when you grease the way with this powerful psychological trigger. When people perceive a certain general statement as puffy or typical advertising babble, those statements are at best discounted and accepted with some doubts. In contrast, statements with a specific facts can generate strong believability. There's a great tendency to buy from somebody with whom you are familiar. Whatever you are selling, with the proper credentials, you will automatically engage the power of hope, a powerful force that could motivate, inspire, and even trigger a sale. Realize that often you must go with the established way of doing things in order to accomplish your goals. You've got to pattern yourself with what is working and then harmonize with the marketplace. Once you have established a reputation, it's easy to try something different that you yourself want to do. The more the mind must work to reach a conclusion, which it eventually successfully reaches, the more positive, enjoyable, or stimulating the experience. If you make your sales pitch too obvious, the prospect will feel either patronized or bored. Make the prospect think in order to come to a conclusion and you create a very stimulating mental effect. The more the mind must work to reach a conclusion that it eventually successfully reaches, the more positive, enjoyable, or stimulating the experience. And that's a wrap on Triggers by Joseph Sugarman. Subscribe to our YouTube channel for future summaries and check out our website, bestbookbits.com, for the written summary and more. I want to thank the website samuelthomasdavis.com for the summary. To buy the book, use the website store where you'll find this book and hundreds more to browse and purchase. Thanks for watching and I hope you learned a thing or two. Have yourself an amazing day.